Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater, a special edition playing Monster of the Week. Um, my name is Aaron, and I will be playing Alan Scott. My name is Elijah, I'll be playing Jen Jackson. My name is Jeff, and I'm playing Ray Nickel. And I'm Jeremy, playing Jace Thompson. And I'm Jordan, and I am playing everybody else. So previously on the last episode, Jace had an encounter with the monster, and they decided that they were going to try and get some information about it. And they tra- they're trying to track down Larry Halstead, uh, someone who's very active in the newsletters and, and uh, the paranormal activities community. And um, they're trying to get his information. Unfortunately, he's a bit of a loner who doesn't really seem to trust <laughs> people he perceives to be uh, government officials. And also, he has booby-trapped his, his land pretty darn well. So there are dogs, crossbows, cameras. It's a real minefield to get through. He, he has been convinced to let you all come up to his cabin, and uh, we can go from there. I guess just to give you a little bit of an explanation, like I was saying earlier, it's a real rocky area, mountainous. You go up the, like the dirt road, and it's a very similar cabin to your own, Alan. Actually, I think there was a, a discount on the floor plan at some point. <laughs> right uh, so you might find this throughout the paranormal community uh, for those who like to stay out of the main hustle and bustle of the city. This is actually a little bit more ramshackle. Um, you, you like to keep yours nice and neat. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing you notice is like when someone else is a little messy. So, <laughs> so like, um, you can tell that he's definitely, he's not even really running a lot of electricity. He's off the grid completely. Um, he does have like a generator for if he wants to run some power. But a lot of what it looks like he is doing is like, kerosene uh, like fireplace type of stuff um he's probably like cooking over like a a fire in a fireplace he's not really that concerned about the appearance of it there's like scattered all around there are old tin cans and like trash paper and stuff like that uh there's no it doesn't seem like there's running water um so there's like an outhouse off to the side he's essentially living in squalor Okay. Come on in. Let's, let's get this over with. Leave any weapons out on the porch. Okay. I'm keeping my knife. <laughs> I take off my hunting rifle. Set that on the porch. I unhook my sledgehammer. <laughs> Alan goes ahead and sets the uh, handgun and the magical dagger outside. Okay. Wait, can he only see the sniper rifle? No, you, you're... He can definitely, like, you're keeping your knife and your pistol on your belt, so. I don't take it off. Do you have anything else hidden? I I do. I 
that you did. I have brass knuckles and an enchanted dagger. Nice. Oh, the dagger left in the bed. Are there any connections between your magical daggers? I, we have we not, don't know yet. We haven't discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that each other has magical daggers? So he puts a dagger down on the on the porch floor, and does it look like yours? There are elements. The elements that are similar, but to an untrained eye, they would look like two different, completely different daggers. Okay. And your sledgehammer is just a sledgehammer. <laughs> I mean, I have my pocket knife in my pocket, but... It's a fold-up deal, so... And I usually forget about it unless I need it. Yeah. So, Larry. Uh, mm. I, I don't believe we've met. My name, I'm, I'm, I'm Alan Scott. Uh, I've read a lot of what you've written in the the newsletter, one of the newsletters. You've written a few articles for Cryptic Quarterly, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, they were poppycock. Okay. Um, I'm sure I could... You don't know what you're talking about. You you've never been in the field, have you, son? What would going into the field gain me? However, that's aside from from where we're at right now. We have a picture we need to show you. If you could take a look at this and let us know if you know any information about this creature. All right, well, let me see it. <laughs> you all brought phones up here. I didn't. No signal. <laughs> it can still trace you. No signal. Fine, let me see. Oh, you saw the little one, didn't you? The The little little one? one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really quick. While we're doing this, I'm just going to heal myself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just carry on. (laughs) Professional, heal myself. Ah, yeah, this one, it looks like the baby. Oh, my goodness. So what does the other one look like? Bigger. It's about three times this big. <laughs> what is it? What, this? Yeah, it's back to the phone. It's a Snallygaster. That is the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Alan's gonna laugh. <laughs> Don't you laugh. That, that thing has been... Those, those creatures have been haunting these forests and these mountains now for over 150 years. So there's no known way to stop them. Well, yeah, there is a way to stop them. I mean, in the 1930s, if you sprayed it, like, we, they found out that if you sprayed it down with, with uh, moonshine, the skin would dissolve. Moonshine from the 30s? I think that would do that to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't get that that old nowadays, but I'm, I'm sure a little grain alcohol would go a long way. Well, that's someone else's department because I can't buy any. Poor kid. <laughs> At least that was that was what they uh, they did before before the government got involved with these. So what else can you tell us about this <laughs> Snallygaster? <laughs> <clears throat> Are there ways to actually see the creatures? Because as you can tell from the photo, they are very well equipped with camouflaging themselves. Yeah, you can you can see them, especially like if one attacks you and, and you start spraying it down with alcohol, then it, it actually loses that ability. Their whole skin starts to deteriorate. If you try to shoot it, like except in its eye, then the bullet's going to bounce right off. And what happens when you shoot it in its eye? Cause I did, but I didn't see it. It's hurt for a while, but the eye the eye will regenerate. So the only way to see it is after we spray it down with alcohol. 
That's right. It won't. And also, I mean, th this little one—it's not as souped up as as the mama. But you know, when when I was with the army and we were working on her at the at Fort Detrick, you know, she was she was really something something to see. When you were working on her, but can you explain what you mean by working on her? Oh, sure. So, Snallygasters, they only lay eggs uh, once every 20 years. And it takes that long for them to, to hatch. So, the one that killed, got killed in the, in the 20s and 30s, they had already laid a, a clutch of eggs. Well, the army, Fort Detrick, it used to be like the Biological Warfare Command. And I, when I was in the military, I was stationed out there. Uh, and so, what we were trying to do was we were working on a, a black ops project called Project Pterodactyl. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Nope. Yep. <laughs> there's, a, there's a wind tickling my ear. The wind from your mouth. <laughs> right. Show some respect. Tell us more about Project Pterodactyl. I feel like you're all taking me seriously. No, we're taking you seriously. You know something about this thing. You you clearly know more than we do. We've never even heard of these, these Snallygasters. And you've not only heard of them, but you've worked on one. That's right. Yeah, we, we, were, we were training it to do <coughs> actual, like, specialized attack like that. We were training them to, like, go after specific targets. Because you know what they do. They The Snallygaster, what he does... They pick you up with the tentacles, they pull you up in the air, and while they're flying, they drain you of blood. They have this metal, their beak made out of metal, stick it right into your neck and suck you dry. Was there anybody else you may have been working with that's still in this area? I mean, you could always go to Dietrich, it's, it's just on the other side of Hagerstown. So there's no way of knowing how many of these creatures there are? Well, after I, uh... I, I let them go. Um, they killed all but one. So I'm assuming the one that you're looking for is probably that one. How many eggs do they lay? Only like two at a time, three at a time, most. Like I said, it's only like every 20 or 30 years that they actually lay eggs. They take a long time to hatch. So if you find one, then it's mighty rare. Let me get you that. But... So I'm assuming they protect their eggs very well. They do, yes. Did I, did I hear you correctly when you said after you let them all go? That's right. Yeah, I spent I spent a couple decades in Leavenworth for that. How many did you let go? Oh, there were there were there were about five. But you said they killed them all. The, is that the they army? killed four of them? The army? Yes. How did they kill them? Oh, with the grain alcohol. They 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 got them. They soaked them out with that, and when. Their skin was dissolving. They shot him. Why did you let them go? I didn't feel like it was right. I mean, you don't you don't keep creatures in a cage. But don't let them murder people either. Well, they don't typically go after people. Only when they're really hungry. What would make them really hungry? Where, where do they usually hunt around here? Well, I mean, they take cows. They take, like the farmland. Hunting here in the woods, like getting deer. So why would they be so hungry that they're going after people? Maybe they're laying, one's laying an egg. Did you, while you're working them with them, teach them how to speak? Oh no, that was something that they always could do. Actually, the first incident where they were t known to talk 
was in the early 1900s when one of them flew down and was drinking water out of a rain barrel. And they caught him. And he said, my eye, I'm dry. I haven't been this thirsty since I was killed in antebellum. And it flew off. Not antebellum, Antietam. Yeah, the, the battlefield. <laughs> Some people think, say that they might actually be the spawn of a, a reincarnated Confederate soldier. That's interesting. Why would they want their picture taken? If you're on the run from the government, like everybody should be, would you want your picture taken? So that's the only reason they just need so. So these are highly intelligent creatures. Oh, yeah. So when they kill, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. I turn to Jason and go, I think we need to go back to where you took that picture. I think we need some plain alcohol first. Yeah. I think so, too. I'm also going to use the one that I've been holding for my investigative mystery okay. to see if it sounds like there's anything that he is not telling us uh, what is being concealed here. Oh, he's not telling you that it is possible that he knows where the cave is, where they, where they live. He knows where the, the actual nest is. Okay. So, by, by the way, Larry, before we, before we head out, is there any way you can show us on a map the, the, the area that they've been seen a lot? Well, they've been seen all over Western Maryland. All over Western Maryland. But Western Maryland's pretty big. I mean... Can you narrow it down for us to, you know, within a, a 10 mile, a 20 mile area? Ray, why don't you get out this map and, and show it show it to uh, Mr. Halstead here and see if, you can, see if you can start marking some stuff out on the map. Alright. This is going to be a charm. Yeah. Oh, come on, charm. Come on, charm. Come on, charm. Hmm. Nine on charm. You're trying to manipulate him? Yeah, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Before I show you anything, you're, you got to promise me that you're not going to bring my name up for the military. Because I've done a good job of keeping hidden the fact that I've come back to this area. I do not want anybody knowing that I'm here. Larry, you will not, no one will hear your name from me. What about the rest of them? I will do everything within my power to keep the rest of them from speaking your name. I have no cause to repeat where you are if you're here. What about this one? <laughs> going to happen. I will put in a request with Mr. Jackson not to speak your name. The agency he works for, they kind of like me, they, they trust me. That's about. That's all I can do for that. I can't. I can't guarantee anything, but I can tell you I will do what I can. I won't tell anybody. What about you? I I don't need to tell anybody. I mean, I think you have a bigger problem on your hands right now because every newsletter is publishing your name. <laughs> <laughs> but not where he's at. That's what I need to keep out. That I'm I'm so close. Someone's got to keep an eye on them. Bonkers in there. Secret bases in the radio towers. Mm-hmm. Radio towers. Those would be the ones to get you. Yeah, if you can go ahead and mark on Ray's map where, where all these are, that would be a big help. Okay. Uh, let me see here. So, you see, this is this is pretty much where we are right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the trail. Yeah. Um, and pretty much uh, a lot of sightings have actually been 
more in this in this area, but you got to be careful because that's Quirock Mountain, and the top of Quirock Mountain, that's where the that's where the military has a radio tower. So they've got they've got guards there and everything. Uh, so you, you got to be careful there because you never know what they're going to be doing. Well, have they been seen in these areas over here at all? Points over casually at the uh, High Rock area and then up the other way in same proximity to the spot you originally pointed on the map? Well, so like, if we were going to look at a map, they're essentially, they're pretty close to each other. They're within like 10 miles of each other. So where he's pointing at and where High Rock is are within 10 miles of each other? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm done with that. That's all the questions I have for Larry. Thank you, Larry. Okay, yeah. Now, I would recommend that if you're going to go looking, you would do it uh, at nighttime because typically, well, first off, it's harder to see you than in the daytime. Second of all, they, they do typically hunt at night. So if you're going if you're going to go to Quirock Mountain to look for them, they're going to be out rather than in their cave. So if you want to scope that out first. And what would make them hunt during the day? I don't know. Maybe the soldiers have been trying to trying to get them to, to, to do more activities like they were previously. Or maybe they're, like I said, getting ready to lay an egg. They, they need more blood for that. This has been a very helpful venture. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. We will be on our way looking for a Snallygaster. And by the way, do you know the best place to pick up some moonshine this time of day? Well, if you if you go into town, there's a pretty good store that sells all, all, all your refreshment needs. Never tried to buy moonshine by the keg before, but I think that's my goal. It's called the Pint House. Okay, thank you. And you guys, you go back out, you avoid the Dobermans. And... So I couldn't tell if he was trying to protect these things or help us kill them. Because he was being very free with the information. Well, but at the same time, it was like... A little standoffish yeah. and kind of shady sounding. Yeah. About everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people just like to share information, but they, uh, they're they just naturally suspicious. That's true, too. I believe him for the most part. So what do, you, what do you guys think about our conversation with Larry? What do you think our next course of action should be? This is all we have to go on. I don't like Larry, Mr. Halstead. I don't think anybody likes him. He's... Well, apparently all the newsletters do. I don't think the newsletters like him. I think they print him because he gets the readers. He's odious. He's filthy. But at least he gave us something. We had nothing to go on. I mean, every lead that I've followed from one of his stories has not panned out. But this is the only thing we have to go on at this point. Fair enough. And... The point that he showed us on the map is in reasonable proximity to High Rock Mountain. Jin, what do you think? I trust him. Mostly. Mostly. That's about where I'm at. I don't know about the wisdom in a hunting something that hunts at night. At night. Well, here's the thing. If my suspicions are correct, and the nest is at High Rock Mountain, where he was taking the picture and where the hikers were taken from, then night would be the best time because it would be out away from the cave hunting. So we can... And we can take out the eggs. That sounds like a very but reasonable... But if Mr. Halstead is right, they are highly protective of those, those eggs. 
So maybe they're, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're protective during the day, and that's why you were attacked, and that's why the hikers were attacked, or were the hikers attacked at night? They were attacked, attacked, attacked at night. At, no. Dust. Late, late they evening. Were they were late I afternoon. A, since I was there, I had the sense from being there and looking at the picture that they were attacked right after they took that picture. And that was early evening. Okay. So the sun was still out. So if they're highly protective, then yes, that they it sounds to reason that they would be protecting that high rock mountain. And uh, we should try there at night while the thing is out of its nest. This is the best information we have to go on. I think we should take other precautions aside from just some liquor. You know, mm. see if we can get a hold of some other kind of acid or explosive. So what would cause grain alcohol from the 1930s to burn something? What were the con- what were the ingredients in grain alcohol? Well, it depends on where it was made and who made it. The moonshine. Moonshine's usually made with, you know, regular field grain. You have any kind of knowledge rules that would help you out with yeah, this? Yeah, I expert? got a lore library and an investigative mystery. But we already know moonshine can hurt it. Uh, will that actually get us a little bit further on down that path? If I roll well? Yeah, we can go ahead and give it a try. Nine. Alright, yeah, what can hurt it? So the, the, the thing about the, the moonshine incident that he did not tell you about was that when they were using the, the alcohol on it, federal marshals also used dynamite. So, yeah, so it, it, it can be destroyed, but it would need, like, a, a good amount of, like, alcohol. It could have had a grenade launcher. <laughs> if only. <laughs> if wishes were fishes. Would that be considered either a mystical or a rare monster-killing weapon? <laughs> or no. item? No. <laughs> Dynamite. It's TNT. It's definitely. I don't think that that has got to be the weirdest stick of dynamite if it's missing. <laughs> or monster Enchanted killing. Yes, it's definitely a monster good. killing weapon. It uh, does astral damage instead of physical. That would be kind of cool. Actually. <laughs> that would be that would be boss. Okay, that'd be like the Cthulhu dynamite. So, so we know it's not just the the holy hand grenade of Antioch. Yeah. <laughs> So we know it's uh, not just the moonshine that's going to kill it. So, do we want to go try to find some dynamite? Ooh, we can sell it from the uh, base. That's sounds We're like not an excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, I'm putting just... my foot down right now and saying you're not going to take to the base. Not at all. I'm not doing this. I'm in a reckless mood. I just got bit by some Doberman, shot in the leg. And I survived. <laughs> <laughs> I should play with teenagers more often. <laughs> oh, we've uh, learned better than to be reckless around you. I know, right? We did that before. <laughs> that's it why never I works play out. With different people. <laughs> You've taught us to be cautious. Is there like a local dynamite store, or <laughs> do you all have a better idea? <laughs> mining. They use dynamite in the mountains for mining and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, there's no. Mines in this area that I'm aware of. Western, you know of some. Western Maryland? I'm sure they did some kind of mining in Western Maryland. Yeah, they did. Old roads. How old is that dynamite? Doesn't matter. I mean, well, 
So it's a little unstable. <laughs> so, so it's a little unstable. I'm not messing with Glycerin. Right. I'm not messing with Glycerin. Apparently closer. I have a reputation for starting fires. Do you want me handling old, old dynamite? Yeah, no. No. I'll handle it. And I could have had a flamethrower, too. <laughs> oh my gosh. We could have had all this stuff. Poor weapon there. choice, guys. Awesome weapon choice. No, no my I weapon choice is my still sniper brilliant. rifle for anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Blunt force trauma is the way to go. I can bludgeon it. Unless your skin is made of, like, steel. I don't know, because you can't See, penetrate it. Says this. you can't penetrate it with a... But you can break gun, the bones break badly bones. Bones. You can do damage with blunt force trauma. Okay, so we know that we need the moonshine to, to see it. Yes. So according to this article here, um, Allegheny and Washington counties in western Maryland were known for, like, grist mills, iron mining, coal mining, that kind of stuff. That's all pickaxe mining, not explosion yeah. mining. Uh, quarrying, lime production, brick making, construction, and textile productions are also some of the industries that were in that area of the, of the state. This was only about 100 years ago. Only 100 years. That's old dynamite. Yeah, that's old dynamite. I mean, we don't even know if fire will hurt it. No, but we know that... Explode dynamite will hurt it. I, um, Explosions hurt just about anything. We could make ma- homemade napalm and throw it on it after we pour the ne- the alcohol on it. Why don't we just make the homemade napalm out of the alcohol? Either way, we need the alcohol. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go get alcohol. He said that like the alcohol would like make its skin disintegrate, but then he said that it they would shoot it. Yeah, he did say it made it more made it penetrable. We were, yeah. they were able to shoot the the four of them. I'm not sure that they actually killed them though. Because of something that he said when he was talking about the one drinking out of the water barrel, his quotation of it had said, "He hasn't been this thirsty since he had been killed." Oh God, there you Previously, I have no idea. <coughs> it's just something he said that I heard. He killed it and teed him. I thought he said that there's a rumor that they were reincarnated ghosts from the general there from the Civil War. Yeah. So would they come back? Or do they gain the memories of their predecessors? No, it's getting scary. <laughs> I mean... Or gain the memories of the people they killed. That too. Why don't we just go try talking to it? Well, that's a wonderful idea. Look, look. No. The look? <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing it. He's laughing. We're not doing it. <laughs> well, the look... The look on Jason's face is like, no, no, no. I show you my ID and I'm like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't want to talk. If I hadn't shot it, it probably would have tried to take me off somewhere. Either way, headed to the liquor store. Yes, let's go get the liquor first and then we'll figure <laughs> out our next step. Yeah, we, can, we can ask around if there's a place that sells. I mean, you're an expert. You would, would you know the ingredients to make Dynamite? a, a bomb of some sort? I would, as a matter of fact, theoretically. If you roll well enough. <laughs> I mean, I got a few options. I have a stockpile of mystical and rare monster killing weapons and items. No. I have a library that has um, historical and reference works, which might have the ingredients for dynamite and how to make it. And then the question would be, then can I actually just make it? All right. Well, while we contemplate that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. Rashomon, a land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women 
are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. All right, and welcome back. We have been discussing the the uh, fine art of producing or procuring TNT. And we're going to go procure some moonshine. Lots of it. To green you, green alcohol. To procure some moonshine. Yeah, you guys will not be anywhere near this liquor store. <laughs> yeah, we can be outside. That's going to look. If we're just chilling in the truck, it won't be suspicious. So when I was an intern at WMAR down in Baltimore, we would actually clean like video equipment with, with grain alcohol. You could buy it in these huge jugs, like five-gallon jugs were pretty cheap. Where'd you buy it? From like a liquor store? Yeah, there was a liquor store right across the street where, All we, right. where we would buy it. So we're going to buy... A couple. A couple jugs or a couple cases of jugs? Cases of jugs. A couple jugs. Well, so this Snallygaster that, ha- I mean, th- th- that was the little one. What happens if we run a lot. What happens if we run into the big ones? And then we need some super soakers. We're going to fill this. Yes. <laughs> I like your thinking. Keep the distance. Spread the joy. How did I know it was going to come super soakers? <laughs> Because you gave us a liquid to use. <laughs> so yeah, we That's go. a great idea. We're actually going to do that. <laughs> you go to the, the local drink establishment uh-huh. and you purchase as much of it. Like, what, what kind of financial reach do you have here? So I'm financed. Oh, I was financed just fine. Actually, actually no, I guess I still, be. I still am. They haven't suspended me yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although a huge purchase at a liquor store might raise Look. <laughs> Look, boss, if it's you, not the snally gas. If you put it down in your report as a tool used to defeat a monster. That's that's what I'm gonna do. No, because if I if I call them and I'm like, it's for the snally gas, they're gonna think I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna believe me. This is part of snally gas. <laughs> Trust me, boss. We got this. <laughs> Although, now I really want to do... You know Johnny Dollar? So is, yes. Johnny Dollar is this uh, old-time radio show where he's okay. an insurance investigative agent, and the show is basically an accounting of his expense account like and why he purchased everything that he did. So I would love to play an RPG that was in a, like a Johnny Dollar-style expense account. <laughs> Yeah, that actually might be a good idea. Don't worry, boss. We're gonna light him up with like water guns. Let's do this. Hot <laughs> Water guns, liquor. <laughs> Sounds like a pool party in the making. Yeah. So you guys, you purchase out as much alcohol. Now, do you only go to one store, or do you go to multiple alcohol? Uh, I mean, stores? how much does the first one have? We'll say it's got about five jugs. Like five gallons. And then the other question: How much are they willing to let us take? It sounds like something they need to roleplay. So... I'm not good at talking to people. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> You're there for, for carrying things. Yeah. <laughs> so you two are staying out in the, in the, the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to put this in the back of an open truck? Fill up both of them. 
<laughs> fill up things. Riding around with a whole bunch of open, open like giant liquor things in the pile. Well, yeah, but if it rattles around, it breaks. Is what I'm saying. Oh, because they're glass, glass yes, bottles. They're glass bo- bottles. I down. If we fill it up enough so that there's no room for them to like bounce around. A lot. That's a lot. That's, that is true. That's a lot of flammable liquid in the back of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'll drive that truck. You drive the other one. You know, it might be better to carry because I'm assuming yours is more like an SUV with a closed back. It's like I was imagining like a giant black Hummer with horns on the front. With horns on the front. <laughs> you put horns on the front of your Hummer. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what you have. How very Texan of you. We can't help where our family's from. <laughs> I can. He can a little bit more than me, but still. We spend a lot of time in Texas. So we're going to put the bottles in the back of your SUV, or your Hummer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys pull up in front of the first door. You go in. They're like, hey there. And let us know if you need anything. Yes. Um, I'm actually looking for, I was told this is a good place to come I'm looking for large jugs of, of grain alcohol. It's used for cleaning. <laughs> the face you made after you said that. <laughs> it's used for cleaning. All right, so, you, so you're looking for grain alcohol. It's in the back underneath the deer head. Underneath the deer head. How much do you happen to have in stock? Do you know? Got about 10, 10 bottles back there, I think. I can check the back if you want. That would be great. Um, I would actually like to purchase all of them. Are you trying to go blind? No, I'm. I'm I have a big job that needs to be cleaned. <laughs> what exactly are you cleaning with that much alcohol? Are so, you like thinning paint or something? No, the 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 house that I just purchased up in the area. As a matter of fact, it, uh, it's seeing a lot of moss and, and mildew on the outside. And I'm attempting to spray it down using a pressure washer. And I read that if you had grain alcohol, it'll take care of the mildew, mildew faster. You want to pressure wash a house with grain liquor? Not just with grain liquor. You add extra things, but yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. So, yeah. Just go get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ten bottles is never going to be enough. It's about 50 gallons. 50 gallons. That's, 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 that's substantial. I think if we run out, if 50 gallons isn't going to be enough, I don't think we're going to get enough. Now, do you, how many trips do you have to make to run it back to the store? Depends on what kind of carts they have. They don't. They <laughs> should have a dollar something in the back for moving. Well, I mean, it's like one of those crowded liquor stores where you, you can barely walk through the aisles because there's the stacks of... Of the uh, of boxes of everything everywhere, it's pretty cramped in there. Yeah, but not not like not like you can't walk. Just kind of. Right. So yeah, I can. But carry. you you can carry it, but you couldn't get like a pallet through. No, there. no, not at all. Well, I can carry, you know, probably three at a time. Yeah. And there's ten. Yeah. So it takes me three trips. And you also have. Yeah. Jane so help. It takes a total of two trips. Okay. These are like seven dollars a. Uh, a jug, so... Oh, that's it? <laughs> it's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah. You guys are able to purchase as much as you want there. Now on to Walmart. Purchase your super soakers. Or you could you could always send the teenagers to go get the super soakers while you... Do we trust them to get super soakers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> my, my apprentice, he, he knows what a super soaker looks like. 
Yeah. I was a kid once. You are a kid. You're still now. a kid. <laughs> I'm 20. All right. Oh. Well, when we go back to Walmart. Okay, so we're going to go over and. Oh, Super Soakers are expensive. 50 bucks for the big one. You want the big one. We want four of the big ones. You probably want extras that, that you can carry. Before they left, I gave them a credit card. <laughs> How well funded are you again? It's a credit card. It's not maxed out. He's like, it never runs out. <laughs> it's a credit card. <laughs> it doesn't run out ever. This is the most potent form of magic on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we buy four of the big ones, and, and four like of, of the medium, medium sized ones, and four of the small ones. <laughs> the, big, the big ones have the backpacks with the. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get a couple of the extra change out bottles. You're looking like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> now that we're geared up, spend 20 minutes filling up bottles. <laughs> How much does a, like one of the big ones hold, like with the backpacks? Maybe four or five gallons. Yeah. About the about the amount of a one of the things of grain alcohol. Do you want to cut it down at all, or do you nope. just want pure? <laughs> we want as flammable as possible. Not as flammable as possible. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as potent as possible. As corrosive as possible. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, I have to solve the dynamite issue. I think we can we can run with, without the dynamite. We can just we see. probably could. How would you even like? How would you like something that can fly and is really mobile? How would you hit it with dynamite? Like unless you don't need to hit it with dynamite. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll, just, yeah. we'll just we'll just beat the snot out of it. Sledgehammer for the win. We're shooting. I still don't think that's gonna work, but <laughs> we'll try. Right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, to high rock. To high, high rock. rock. Is it nighttime now? Yes. Well, we can fast forward to night. Actually, did you give Rhonda your contact information, or did she just give you hers? She gave me hers. I did not give my. Okay. Want to call her and let her know that you think you might have? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm trying to think what I would be able to tell her. Nothing's classified so far. A snallygaster took your sister. <laughs> no, that's gonna make you feel a lot better. <laughs> Crazy guys telling me about Snallagast. <laughs> no, uh... I mean, there's not much we can tell her except that we, like, may have possibly found a weakness, and if we tell her that we might have found a weakness and then we mess up... I'm thinking I'll, I'll tell her that, uh, that we have a reasonably strong lead on who did this, and we're following it up this evening. So if you want, here is an image of a Snallagaster. Oh my... Oh. Picture bigger wings. I did too. Whoa. So, it doesn't just have tentacles. The tentacles are its tongue. Yeah, it's got like, it also has some under its wings as well that are retractable. That is you a always freaky looking thing. Cutest monsters. Thank you. And if you notice, like in its back claw, a person. Yeah. Yeah, that and, is, and hanging from the thing. tentacles, a person. Yeah. Is that the big one or the little one? That's a big one. That's the big one. Oh, I was... <laughs> in my <laughs> mind, the one I was fighting was that size. <laughs> so. There you go. So now you have a little bit of a better... Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. I think we could take this on with a... Super soaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just have the real guns ready, too. 
I'm just the reality check on this team. I'm sorry. <laughs> While we were at Walmart, I picked up some lighters, too. Why do you need lighters? You set stuff up. I have nothing that can start a fire, so I don't know why I keep, keep getting blamed for starting fires. All right, so it is now nighttime, and you guys are at High Rock. Mm -hmm. So it is dark, and it, the, there's a lot of cloud cover tonight. Like I had said earlier, it had been raining a lot. It's been a lot of misty rain and everything like that. That's cleared away, so you're not, like on super damp ground or anything, but you guys can't see very well because the moon is obscured. You have like flashlights or something? Oh, I would imagine that. You have some kind of illumination. But if you just stick mine to knife. I wouldn't think we would want to have too much light because you don't want to be seen wandering around the woods. Now are you going to go to the cave? Oh yeah, we're going to look for a cave. Yeah. I think we need to go up to that spot where picture was taken and then go around down underneath that ledge where that concrete slab is. Sounds like it's pretty pretty solid plan. Probably in there, my guess. Or at least in that area. A horrifying idea, let's do it. I'm priming my super soaker as we're walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> We're going for the full hundred yards on this thing. <laughs> hundred yards, man. That's the heck of a We got the big boss. Hundred feet, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're going for the full hundred feet on this thing. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are up on the on where the picture is taken. How long do you want to stay there? Well, we wanted to get there and then look around the concrete for. Right. Like a cave. But we want to make sure that we're not going to run in on the actual thing. We want to take out the eggs without having to fight this thing first. Because trying to do both at the same time does not sound like a pleasant idea. No. We may not get a chance to do it after. So. If we yeah, if we take, okay. out, if we take out the eggs and we die, we get the, the world's still better off. Yeah. At least for 20 years. Well, yeah, but <laughs> hopefully by then someone else has come after and taken care of this thing. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're poking around. Go ahead, go ahead and make an investigation roll. Everybody. 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 Sure. Wow. Oh man. Eleven. I got ten. I still have that one plus. Mm -hmm. there, there so seven. Five. Barely made it. Five. And uh, Jeff's back. Well, it doesn't say anything bad happens. No. Just, I just don't, don't do anything. anything. Oh, okay. So, as you all are, are standing on the ledge, you hear, like, talking in the air above you. It's like It sounds like there's a conversation about where the two Snallygasters are going to go. Wait, so there was a little one that attacked him, and there's a big one. Yes. All right, that's what I thought. So, yeah, Jay says, whispers for no one to move. And he points up and just points the super server up and just waits. Mm -hmm. And the voices keep going past the ledge, like past where you are. One says that they're going towards the big town. And the other one says that they're going towards the south. Two separate locations. Yes. Well, so we still want to continue our plan of action after yes. they leave. Yes. Once they're and we want to go ahead and out of sight. Go ahead and look for the cave. 
So do you have like any kind of repelling gear that you can get down to look at the lower part of the... There's this concrete pad, and then it's a drop. How far of a drop? Several hundred feet. Oh. Like death drop. Yeah. Alright, so Jace is going to go back to his truck. He's going to get an old rag out of the back. He's going to soak it with some grain alcohol. Easy enough. Take the lighter. Okay. Light it and drop it over the, down the edge. So we can see what's going, what's down there. It doesn't look like there's any, like any caves or anything on the descent. Are we sure that, we that it's supposed to be a cave and not just the eggs look like rocks? I mean, because Larry said it was a cave, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He said it was a cave. So we need to look in the woods. And they were, by the way, they were coming from behind you over top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's where the path goes from there. Back into the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where you first heard the laughter behind yes. you. So that's the direction we're going to Okay. So you guys are, you're going through the woods. I would imagine that you're trying to keep your cool, act under pressure. So why don't you go ahead and roll for the group, Jeff? No! 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 no. no. That is not how no. this works. I'll roll for myself. I got a six. Yeah, seven. Thirteen. I got a 12. On a 12 plus, you may choose to either do what you wanted in something extra, or do what you wanted to absolute perfection. My something extra is I drag my stubborn apprentice who is <laughs> not doing very well along with me. That's, that's fair. <laughs> you got a 7 on my turn? Uh, we're going to get, mm-hmm. get, we're going to get in. <laughs> okay, the, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. <laughs> For what? Finding the cave? For moving through the woods quietly. So you guys are going along for a good while. You've gone through a, a lot of the woods and you're coming up onto the side of Kirok Mountain. Uh, which way do you want to go? Do you want to go north or do you want to go south? Which way is more towards where the sightings for the thing have been? More on the southern side. So. Yeah. Sounds like it. I'm going to do a move called What Could Go Wrong. Okay. Whenever you whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets. We don't know there's danger yet. Yes, we do. It's the woods at dark. <laughs> we don't have flashlights with, with on. the snally gaggers. Snally waggers. Snally waggers. Snally gasters. See, that's why I couldn't remember. Snally waggers. Snally swingles. Right? says immediately into danger without hedging your bets. Hold two, you may spend your hold to uh, inflict one harm, reduce someone's harm suffered by one, or take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. Okay, so you're you're basically setting yourself to like either take less harm or act under pressure. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna act under pressure with full steam ahead plus Two, so that's ten. So you're gonna go full steam. All right, ahead. all right, all right. I got myself going. We're good. Let's go. Let's do this. Absolutely. What about my? Can I roll the like a seven? This is where the where the um a worse outcome comes into play. So as you're going through the mountain, you forget that Larry told you that there was a military po- outpost on the top of the mountain, and you come under the notice of their patrols. How do I come under the notice, but they don't? You're the one who rolled horribly. 
But it affects the whole group. That was going to be my extra, though. That if there was a cave, we found the, that my extras, I found the cave without getting noticed by the military. Because I did remember that. Yes, but I got noticed, so now we're all screwed. <laughs> How noticed? I didn't get noticed. They told you to stop. They told him to stop? Can yes. they, they've actually seen visual contact with Visual him. contact. Uh, military p- patrol has, has had... I'm going to pull out my ID. <laughs> <laughs> This is a situation where that may this help. may actually help. It may. Yeah. <laughs> is your agency connected with the government? No, but I can say that it is. <laughs> technically connected to the government. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's true. That probably wouldn't help. Put down your weapon, they say. Because you're holding a thing that looks like a gun in the dark. I'm holding a super soaker. That's right. On your knees. They, they're talking to all three of us, correct? You, yes. I would imagine that all three of you are together. Okay. We're here for the Snallygaster. What? The Snallygaster, the thing that's killing your men. You're, no one's killing our men. I know for a fact you've had three men go missing. It sounds like you're trying to manipulate the situation. Here. Uh, I'm just bluffing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not manipulating anything. I'm just bluffing. <laughs> Do you want me to roll for a manipulation? Yes. Ooh. Six. I get an experience. Yes, you do. Oh, I got an experience for when I failed. So you're going to tell me that these guys are living at the mouth of the Snallygaster Cave and it hasn't taken a single one of them. <sighs> so I keep, But I keep going even though I know I'm going to... He's not going to believe me. Right. Tell him... Uh, there's a creature in the area, there's a beast in the area that's been taking people. None of your men have gone missing from that? If any of our men have gone missing, it's because of AWOL. And no, we have not had any AWOL. Okay. So now that we're, we put down our water guns, and we're... We'll, and your real guns. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what would you like us to do now? Are, are, we, are we trespassing on a military installation? Are we, are we on the base? At this point, yes. Oh, okay. Can you show us the fastest way off of the base? No, we've got to debrief you first. For what, walking? We're trespassing on federal property. Yeah, we didn't see any signs. And the path goes straight through here, doesn't it? No, you guys are off the path at this oh, point. Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. I will go with you to be debriefed. All right. Question. Yeah. I'm looking under big magic. Yes. It doesn't really tell, say anything that you can do. It just says use when you want to use more than the use magic effects. Tell the keeper what you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big magic is, is like end game stuff. Teleport somebody. Bring someone back from the dead. Close to Hellmouth. Okay. Sometimes the everyday spells and rituals to use base magic, uh, basic moves aren't enough. Big magic covers anything more powerful, such as bringing someone back from the dead or opening a portal to another dimension. Big magic is both more powerful and more dangerous than basic use magic. So what you'll do is decide what magical effect you want to make happen and tell the keeper... They will determine what you must do in order to cast the spell. And there's a whole bunch of different options. Once you know the requirements, you need to arrange them. Once you've done that, the magical effect you want will simply happen. You don't need to roll any move for big magic itself, but you might need to roll some other moves. So, I'm going to try something else, I guess. Now, since we're all monster hunters, is there a monster that we all know that basically petrifies or paralyzes? Like a Medusa? 
Yeah. But something less scary and... Yeah, that's basically what it does. Okay. Yeah. What's your idea here? To summon that monster. Because since the guards don't know that I'm there, uh-huh. summon the monster. And right before I summon the monster, shout out, close your eyes. Okay. That's what you're going to do with big magic? or No, that's that's regular magic. That's regular magic? That, yeah, I can... What is it? Summon a monster into the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would work. <laughs> it would definitely work. It could have been one that we've all worked together on stopping before. Yeah. I'm just going to make up a name for it, too. Now, it's going to it's going to take at least half a minute for you to cast. Oh, okay. But they don't know that I'm doing it until I announce it. Right. It works in perfectly. Choose your effects and a glitch. The keeper will decide what effect the glitch has on a 7 to 9. Oh. All right. First question. Mm-hmm. So they didn't notice me. Have I found the cave? No, not yet. No. Well, let's go for it anyway. All right. Um, I'm going to cast, start to cast it. I hope. Well, one other effect that you can have is trap a specific person. Yes, that's one. And there's two guards. If you will, that trap be allow that trap to be around the two guards, then I would probably do that instead. Well, I think the guards are moving to, like, zip-tie the, the guys who are down on the ground. Zip-tie? We're cooperating. Yeah. Uh, well, but they're... they're wait, I was just told that we were going to be debriefed. So, it takes, you say it takes about 30 seconds to cast. Yeah. Well, let's go for it. Oh. <laughs> Experience, I got six. <laughs> nice. Now you can use luck. Oh, what's luck? Oh, it jumps it to a 12 automatically. Yeah, you cross off one luck point. Just one luck point? One yeah. luck point. Oh, why, why wouldn't I use that? Why, why I keep forgetting that we have that. Or avoid yeah. harm. Okay, I'm injury. going to lock this roll and okay. change it to a 12. All right. Since it's a 12, obviously I can know that it's going to take effect. And right before it takes effect, you just hear from behind. The guards, since they're approaching you, where I was like, eyes down, Medusa bear. Medusa bear. (laughs) (laughs) It is better than the (laughs) snally. Yes, yes, this is true. Medusa bear. (laughs) What kind of noise does the spell make, like when it's opening this portal? Uh, you say chainsaw sound. The chainsaw. I imagine the fabric of space and time has been <laughs> like a lot of sparklers going off. Okay, sparks and things like that. All right, and so the Medusa bear pops into existence with the with the ecstatic sound of the Fourth of July, and and everybody, uh, go ahead, everybody, roll, act under pressure. Even me? No, no. Okay. Eleven. Oh, shit. Uh, Eleven. Okay. <laughs> Four. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> it's just like Medusa Bear. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> oh, I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> Eyes down. What? <laughs> Jeff, would you like to use some luck? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I think I'm gonna use some luck. Yeah, erase your experience. All right, so describe to me what the Medusa bear looks like from what you've seen of pictures of it. It is a grizzly bear 
with dreadlocks. It's <laughs> 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 Rasta Yogi. <laughs> hey, boo boo. <laughs> I really need that picket me kebasky. So the Medusa bear pops into existence. Yes. Um, and everybody who does not see the Rasta Yogi, uh, the the Medusa bear, is okay. But the uh, the guard, the soldiers who see it, are frozen. They're not turned into stone, but they're frozen. And then the bear attacks the guards. Starts nom 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 tearing them apart and eating them. Now, how are you gonna get rid of it? Is it fine if we don't look at its head or it can't look at you? Like you, you can't lock eyes with it. Okay. Oh. And I guess apparently that's when it attacks. Yep. Right, so attacking the soldiers. Yeah. Right. It is. So, so can just we shoot. Just, it like no, it's... just don't look at it. Yeah, we're just gonna leave. Just don't look at it. And it should leave us alone. Easy to deal with monsters for the win. I'm just going to let it terrorize the soldiers. I don't know if I like that. Of course you don't. I don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> this is our monster. That's right. Who said that? I made up this monster. <laughs> it leaves you alone if you don't look at it. <laughs> That's pretty reasonable, though. I, I feel like I have to do something with it. The monster. But I think we're going to have to talk about that the next time that we meet. So, until then, I hope you all have a great one. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.